When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. In the Marbles with Preston and Matt. Hello and welcome to In the Marbles. I'm Matt Beamer along with Preston Lude and we got a very special episode here. We have compiled a list of our top 40 drivers and we have them in the field. We have equal cars, each driver at the top of their prime and everybody going for that win. But the question is, where are they racing? Lude, do you have any idea of where they're... Uh, Honestly, Beamer, my first choice is going to be Darlington. Darlington, I like that. That's a driver's race track, and if you don't have a Southern 500 on your resume, a lot of drivers feel that isn't a a good mark. It's almost not, like not having a Daytona 500 on the resume. So I'm going to let you go first, Preston. Who is number 40 on your list? Okay, so my list is compiled of drivers throughout the history of NASCAR, but I chose my list off of everybody that at least has one win. Number 40 on my list is Mark Martin. Oh, wow. Okay. 39. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. I got to give my number 40. Oh, we got to switch sorry. it back back yeah. and forth because what if I we thought. come up with the same list? It would just look bad for the viewers listening. You're right. My so thought. number 40, I got Tim Flock. He only raced 13 years and had 187 races to his credit. But in those starts, he has 39 wins and 129 top 10. So Tim Flock is my number 40. 39. You want me to go or you want you want to go? Uh, I, can, I can go. Okay, you go. Yeah. Uh, my number 39 for me is uh, Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton. I don't even think he was on my list. That's a good driver to have. I, in fact, I don't think any Burton guys. And this was such a tough list to come up with for me because NASCAR has so many good drivers from not only just stock car, but like Mario Andretti coming over, showing everybody up in the Daytona 500. I don't know the year offhand. I Shame on me. But for 39, Benny Parsons. That's a good one. Benny Parsons, 1973 Winston Cup champion, 1975 Daytona 500 champion, 21 wins and 283 top 10s and 526 starts. All right, 38. Uh, my number 38 
Driver is Jeffrey Bonine. I, I like old Jeffrey. He, he had a nice little run there in the early 90s, late 80s, and, and I think he would have been very fun to watch had I watched the Ford of NASCAR and been able to comprehend everything back then. My number 38, Junior Johnson, went on to be a very successful car owner with drivers like Darrell Waltrip. Uh, 1960 Daytona 500 winner in this. He never won the championship, but he finished sixth twice in 1955 and 1961. Has 50 wins, 148 top 10s, and 313 race starts. All right, 37. Uh, my number 37 driver, I came up with uh, a guy that won at Darlington back in 2002, Sterling Marlin. Oh, man, yeah. I, I loved watching that guy race. That was so funny in the 2002 Daytona 500 when he pulled the fender, pretty much costing him a third Daytona 500. That, that was very interesting. That's when I started getting into racing a lot and was able to comprehend wow he can't do that in fact benny parsons made that famous oh he can't do that quote my 37 number 37 is fireball roberts tragically died in the world 600 in 1962 but he won two southern 500s in 1958 and 1963 and was the 1962 daytona 500 champion and has 33 wins to his credit in 206 races so now we're on 36 uh, my number 36, I have uh, a guy that's been in the world of auto racing a very long time. <laughs> and uh, he only raced in the Cup Series. Uh, he had 128 races, but he ran over 30 years. Uh, and that's uh, A.J. Foyt. And he had only seven wins in the Cup Series. But, I mean, this, you're talking about a guy that, like I said, in the, the world of racing, I mean, you're talking open-wheel cars, NASCAR, you know, you name it. Yeah, A.J. Foyt, kind of like a Mario Andretti coming mm-hmm. here actually owned a team and uh who drove for him ron hornaday drove for him for a little bit there uh my number 36 is cotton owens he won the 1957 daytona beach course has nine wins and 84 top tens and 160 races but what's crazy about that number he ran those 160 races over the course of 15 years so that's maybe an average of what 10 a year or so mm-hmm. so not a full schedule but definitely one of those unsung heroes or unsung figures in the sport all right 35 35 another guy i selected that has won at Darlington before, and uh, with 84 wins in total in his career, it's uh, Daryl Waltrip. Oh, good old GW, or Jaws. Definitely an individual I was more accustomed to in the racing booth for Fox, rather than down there racing with the competitors, but very interesting career, very fun to have watched there in the 70s. Three championships, you can't count him out. Let's see, what, 35? I got Red Byron. He was the first strictly stock champ in NASCAR and actually won the inaugural NASCAR race in 1949. He also won the championship in 1949. Again, didn't really race much once NASCAR became sanctioned. Uh, 15 races over three years with two wins and nine top tens. But he won the first race ever in NASCAR, so Red Byron's number 35 for me, I'd like to see. All right, 34. Uh, Number 34, uh, I chose he's one of the only two drivers to ever win races in Formula One, IndyCar, World Sports Car Championships, and NASCAR, and that is Mario Andretti. We were just talking about him. We were just talking about him. I mean, that's a great pick. And see, I mean, I 
didn't even think about half these guys you're coming up with. That's why I like this list. And make sure to go on Facebook and comment about this and see maybe what your top 40 is. Uh, it's interesting to see other people's perspective. Uh, number 34 for me, I have Mark Marnin. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, you're number 40th. In 882 races, he played bridesmaid five times, finishing second in points in 90, 94, 98, 2002, and 2009. Two-time Southern 500 winner, a Coke 600 winner in 2002, and has 40 wins. Uh, he was really fun to watch, and that was my uncle's favorite NASCAR driver. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people say Mark Marnin, and nobody gets like, oh, Mark Martin, no, I think I think a lot of people really respected that guy and loved watching him race. I know I I, I enjoyed it for a short time. I did. So thirty three. Uh, thirty three. I'm going with another guy that has won at Darlington, and it actually involves the closest finish in NASCAR history, and that would be Ricky Craven. Ricky, that is one of those drivers you wouldn't even think about being in a list because he's one of those undersung heroes. After that accident, I remember funny story. That was the race in which my first girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> Because I was on the phone when that happened, and she was talking about something, and then that happened. I was like, "Oh my!" I was just going crazy. And she said, "My my dad's in the next room yelling about it too." And I said, "I can't wait to talk to him about it." Little tidbit into Matt Beamer's life, but thirty three. <laughs> 33, I have Buck Baker, two-time Grand National Series champion, three Southern 500s in the track we are putting this fantasy race in at, three Southern 500s in 1953, 1960, and 1964, and has 46 wins and 372 top 10s in 635 races in 26 years. So pretty much half the time he's running up front, good old Buck Baker. So 32. Uh, number 32 for me, uh, this this guy only has two wins ever in uh the NASCAR Cup Series, but uh, my number 32 is Johnny Andretti. And and that's another one. I mean, see, this is crazy because, I mean, just <laughs> names that I'm not even thinking about, and you come up with um, John Andretti, and it's like, wow, and the two Andrettis in the field. I, I like it. Two open-wheel guys coming in. Uh, my number 32 is Fred Lorenzen, first driver to win at all five original speedways in NASCAR. We're talking Daytona, Darlington, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Rockingham. Has 26 wins over his 12-year career and 84 top 10s. And he only raced uh, 158 races in 12 years, but one of those things is, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of people ran a lot of races as consistently back then as they do now. 30 one we're about to be 10 deep in here from the back to the front so 31 31 uh you know my list isn't in really a whole lot of particular order i felt like i might have put this guy kind of low on my list but he's a legend co-founder of the wood brothers racing team glenn wood glenn wood all right good pick why'd you pick him like i said the history of the sport i mean him and his brother leonard this is i mean this is a historical team the 21 team right this is when you think of when i mean when i would think of nascar i'm thinking the wood brothers right an iconic name in nascar why not have one of the guys that's been there well before this even start i mean it says right here that they formed their team in 1953 that was before nascar even you know i guess you would say they did form you know nascar formed in what what was the year 1948 1948 so why not the wood brothers such an iconic racing team right where are we number 31 i picked lee petty so one of the bigger names on my list so far won the inaugural daytona 500 in 1959 in a very, very controversial finish that took three days to decide because of photos and they didn't have electronic scoring back then. 
But he was a three-time Grand National Championship, won the championship in 1954, 1958, and 1959. Has 54 wins to his credit, including that iconic Daytona 500 win, and raced 427 races in 16 years. So that's my number 31. And now we uh, start the top 30. So my number 30 pick, um, I'm going with uh, a man that only has four wins in the Cup Series, but man, a lot of people know who this guy is, Ken Schrader. All right. I like old Ken Schrader. And why why specifically did you pick Ken Schrader? You know, he's, the reason I picked Ken Schrader is he was a very fun guy to watch. Yeah, he's he was. He's got a great personality yeah. on and off the track. It just seemed like he was always just, didn't matter what it was, liked racing. And that was, it was fun watching Ken Schrader, a good old, just grassroots guy, didn't care about the trophies and just wanted to win and race. Okay, my number 30, breaking into the top 30 on my list, is Joe Weatherly, a two-time Grand National Champ in 62 and 63. 25 wins in 230 races over a 12-year career. So again, didn't really race much as far as a lot of races as compared to like Lee Pett he did joe weatherly two-time grand national champ now that we're solidly getting solidly into top 30 who's your number 29 driver you would like to see in this field at darlington my number 29 driver joe nemechek i i like front row joe i mean just kind of drifted away there after a while but it was fun watching joe nemechek race i liked joe nemechek all right at 29 for me good old dale jarrett dale jarrett 1999 winston cup champion three daytona 500s uh, in 93, 96, and 2000, the 93 was the Dale and Dale show where his father, Ned, called the race from the booth. So that was a very fun. Again, I didn't watch NASCAR back then, but that would have been really fun to watch. Two-time Brickyard 496 and 99, and 1996 Coca-Cola 600 champion. 32 wins in his 20-year career, and he started 329 races. So we're moving on to 28. Uh, my number 28 pick, uh, he ran 303 races over 20 years in the Cup Series with just five wins, uh, racking up 119 top tens, and he was inducted into the International Motorsports Hall of Fame in 1994, and that is Tiny Lund. Oh, wow. Tiny Lund, a name I haven't heard in forever. I like that. All right, that's a good pick. And wouldn't it just be amazing to bring all these guys back in their prime and see them race and just see who is the best of the best, in my opinion. 28. This car number is iconic, but it isn't iconic in the sense that it was the first driver I saw race it, and that was Ricky Rudd. Yeah, he raced... Uh, for a very long time, 32 years in the Cup Series, uh, started 906 races, run the 1997 Brickyard 400, as well as the 1977 Rookie of the Year, has 23 wins to his credit and 374 times finished in the top 10 in those 906 starts. So now we're on to 27. Uh, my number 27 driver on this amazing list. His last ever race he ran was at Darlington. He had five wins total in his career and one of my favorite drivers of all time, the underdog, the Polish Prince, Alan Kowicki. Alan Kowicki. I thought he would have been higher on your list. Definitely a little bit higher on mine. Unfortunately, died in that plane crash in 1993 after winning the championship in 1992. What a, That's a solid pick. I'm glad to see him in your field. My number 27 is... Buddy Baker, 33-year race career in the Cup Series as with 700 race starts, 1980 Daytona 500 winner, and 1970 Southern 500 winner. Also has three World 600 wins to his credit in 1968, 1972, and 1973. Only won 19 times, but Buddy Baker is a legend in my book. Just 
what he did back in the late 60s, early 70s in his career. 26. We're almost halfway through the field. 26. Uh, my number 26 driver is uh, somebody that during interviews you never really could understand at times. I, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> he got his first win at Rockingham, and that, that would be Ward Burton. There it is. There it is. I like good old Ward Burton, man. He just all just talking. I loved it when he threw that those boots at Dale Jr. at Bristol. Oh gosh, that was so funny. That made me a Ward Burton Ward Burton fan. So my number twenty six is Bobby Allison. Uh, Seven hundred and eighteen starts to his credit in twenty five years, and won the Winston Cup championship in nineteen eighty three. It's also a four time Southern five hundred winner, three time Daytona five hundred winner, and two time World six hundred winner. Accumulated eighty four wins in those twenty five years, and finished in the top ten four hundred and forty six times. That's a legend right there so we're at 25 what's your 25 buddy uh number 25 is a man that ran 242 races over 20 years in the cup series and accumulating 10 wins and 115 top tens and that would be donnie allison donnie allison oh man back-to-back allison brothers alabama gang right there i like it man okay so we're at 25 for me Carl Edwards, uh, unfortunately retired a couple years ago for personal reasons. That unfortunate, but that's what he wanted to do. I really respected the guy. He was fun to watch, a good stand-up guy. Only won 28 times, but has a Coke 500 and a Southern 500 in the same year, 2015. And I would have, I loved watching that guy race. He liked the backflip when he won 24 24 is uh, a guy that loosely based we had him as the driver of the week in the previous episode russ wheeler tim richmond oh <laughs> tim richmond okay good old tim hey, man that's unfortunate he got sick i i think he would have rewritten the record books there all right number 24 for me tony stewart Smoked. 618 starts in 18 years. Uh, Three-time cup champ in 2002, 2005, and 2011. Actually beat out Carl Edwards in that 2011 race. And Carl shook his hand, and they actually tied, but the tie was broken by wins. Two-time Brickyard 400 winner in 2005 and 2007. 49 wins. That never got that Daytona 500. I thought. Yeah, I think his closest was 2008, and didn't make it. Unfortunate for that. Stewart's my number 24. 23. Uh, my number 23 is a two-time Southern 500 winner and driver of that number 33 iconic Skull Bandit car. Uh-oh. And that'd be handsome Harry Gant. Harry Gant. He wasn't even on my list. It, it just... For some reason, didn't pop up on my radar, but oh my gosh, yeah, good call. Disclaimer here, this this list is for both present and past drivers, and number 23 for me has got to be Joey Logano. As of September 24th, he has 390 starts in 12 years in the 2018 Cup Champion, as well as the 2015 Daytona 500 Champion. That's 23 wins so far and 195 top 10s, but he's one of those guys he's going to be sticking around for another few years and definitely Hall of Fame material. 22. Uh, number 22 is uh, a guy that appeared in the film Stroker Ace and Days of Thunder, and he is a just a one-time Southern 500 winner back in 1981, and that is Neil Bonnet. Neil Bonnet, good call. So, all right, Neil Bonnet, I like that. Tragically died in Daytona. Had a string of injuries there towards the end of his career that I think contributed to that, but we're not here talking about that. Uh, my number 22 is Jeffrey Bodine. Nice pick. Uh, 
1986 Daytona 500 winner won only 18 times but started his engine 575 times in 27 years. Jeffrey Bodine, I think what I would have liked to watch him in this and done well. Okay, 21. Uh, number 21 is a, uh, he just won the uh, Southern 500 back in 1970, and that is Buddy Baker. Buddy Baker, good pick. A little further down on my list, but I like that. So 21, the Silver Fox, David Pearson. Iconic numbers, this guy. Second only to Richard Petty at 105. Uh, started in 574 races in 27 years. Three-time Grand National Series champion in 66, 68, and 69. Three-time Southern 500 winner. Three time world 600 winner in the 1976 daytona 500 david pearson the silver fox in that iconic 21 wood brothers machine okay in the, cracking the top 20 okay number 20 number 20 uh i feel i probably should have this guy a little bit higher on my list he's one of probably my all-time favorites and unfortunately his career came to an end too early as well uh he had 19 wins and 92 top 10s and that is davy allison good pick i would that guy would have rewritten the record books he's one of those favorite drivers i have and i would have loved to seen watching and love walking watching documentaries about davy allison because he just seemed like a down-to-earth guy never really got mad he lost that championship due to a wreck in atlanta and he was just like oh well you know we'll get him next year and unfortunately he didn't live long enough to see that died in a helicopter crash in talladega all right my my crack in the top 20 actually reflects some of your list a driver from your list neil bonnet uh, the 81 southern 500 as you pointed out but two-time world 600 champion and 18 wins and 362 starts. Would have loved to see that guy race for sure. All right, number 19. Uh, my number 19 driver, he uh, won the 2000 Winston Cup Series, and he is a winner of the Southern 500 with 21 wins totaling in his career, and that is Bobby Labonte. That's the first driver I've seen win a race, and I'm glad I got to see him win a, a legend like that, along with Mark Martin in the 2005 All-Star Race. Uh, my number 19 is a individual who has never won a race but is a legend on dirt tracks in north carolina ralph earnhardt uh, he only raced 51 races in six years at the grand national level with no wins i think you know ironheart would have in his high heyday and a good equal equipment would have given everybody a run for their money at number 18 for preston uh my number 18 driver um you know, somebody I watched race when I was growing up, a two-time Winston Cup champion and a two-time winner at Darlington, and that is Terry Labonte. Texas Terry. I, I like the Labonte brothers, both Bobby and Terry, and it was great to see him win that race in, what was it, 2003? He won the Southern 500. That was cool to watch. That was when I was really getting into racing and really appreciated the history of that. Number 18, you said it before, Bobby Labonte for me. Uh, the 2000 Winston Cup champ has the 2000 Southern 500 as well as the 2000 Brickyard 400 and also won the 1995 Coca-Cola 600. We're getting there. We're getting there, Preston, but I think this is an impressive <laughs> list for both of us. I'm curious to see what our listeners have to say for that. Number 17. Uh, my number 17 driver, uh, he doesn't really have too many. I mean, he's got like, you know, a 1997 Brickyard 400 win. 1977 Winston Cup Series Rookie of the Year, Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd, okay. A little further down on my list, a little further up on your list, but I like that pick. And starting in 17th for me is Texas Terry Labonte. Uh, 
two-time Winston Cup champ and two-time Southern 500 champ, only has 22 wins. But those 22 wins, especially the one at Bristol against Dale Earnhardt, was iconic. 890 starts in 37 years. That guy was a hoss. All right, 16. Uh, my number 16 driver is probably one of the most... Oh, I mean, at least in the past, you know, a couple of decades, one of the most popular drivers in NASCAR, and that is Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Dale Jr., yeah, he definitely, um, he wasn't my favorite driver growing up. I, I like him now. I didn't like him as a driver. I don't, I liked rooting against a guy. It just because when I joined, it's like, I didn't want to be a bandwagon jumper. Uh, so I, I actually, my favorite, first pick, favorite driver was Michael Waltrip. So same stable. I could say, oh yeah, Dale Jr., when Waltrip didn't run well. Okay, I like that. So where were we? Number 16? Uh, Another active driver, Kurt Busch. Good pick. Good Kurt like Busch. As of uh, September 24th of 2019, he has 676 starts in 20 years. The only driver in the field to have raced against Dale Earnhardt in the 2001 Daytona 500. Actually, he had a nice little run-in with him there during the race, and Earnhardt flipped him off, and, and welcome to the big times. 2004 Nextel Cup Series champion, so he won the inaugural Nextel Cup. And 2010 Coke 600, and the 2017 Daytona 500. 31 wins so far in his career. And so, number 16, Kurt Busch. 15. Uh, number 15 is a guy that will... We all know that we see on a week-to-week basis at this point right now. Uh, he's a 1999 Winston Cup Series champion. That is Dale Jarrett. Okay, okay. DJ makes the list again. We Great minds think alike, at least sometimes, I'd say. <laughs> Number 15, Bill Elliott. Just dominated in the 80s. 1988 Winston Cup Series champion. Two-time Daytona 500 champion in 85 and 87. 2002 Brickyard 400, which was a very popular win. And three-time Southern 500 winner. So I think he definitely has a shot at this race. Number 14. Um, Number 14 for me is a two-time Southern 500 winner from years where 1958 and 1963. One of NASCAR's, named one of NASCAR's, excuse me, 50 greatest drivers back in 1998. And a Hall of Fame inductee in 2014. And that would be Fireball Roberts. Good pick with Fireball Robert. I think he was a little further down on my list. You know, definitely a solid pick for Fireball Roberts. Number 14, Ernie Irvin. A 1991 Daytona 500 winner. 15 wins, was plagued with injuries towards the end of his career. Definitely a guy like guy I'd like to meet up with and pick his brain, maybe see that 91 Daytona 500 trophy. Uh, number 13 for me, uh, you were just talking about him, and I'm He's a number 13 on my list, and that would be the million-dollar Bill Bill Elliott. Okay, uh, yeah, that guy won the Winston Million and definitely was a force to be reckoned with in the 80s, but good solid pick there with Bill Elliott. Were you on number 13? Yes, uh, yeah, number 13, 13. 13 for you. So current cup driver, uh, we talked about him a lot last week, and Ryan Newman, consistent, consistent, consistent. 51 poles in his career, known as the Rocket Man. 648 cup races as of September 24th. Been racing for 19 years. 2008 Daytona 500, 2013 Brickyard 400. I remember when he won the pole in the 2001 Coke 600, and he was leading, and Jeff Gordon was behind him, and he just pushed a little too hard and spun that car out. That, I believe it was Altel car, and didn't make it as far as I would have liked to seen him make it. That was the future right there, good old Rocket Man. So number 12. Number 12 on my list, a current Cup Series driver. Uh, He's got one win at the Southern 500, and is the 2014 Sprint Cup Series champion, the closer, Kevin Harvick. 
I like Harvick. I, I, you know, he he came into the sport after the death of Dale Earnhardt. That was crazy year in '01 because he won the Busch Series Championship and the Rookie of the Year, finishing in the top ten in Winston Cup points. Where was his first win? I want to say Atlanta. Atlanta. But he also won the inaugural race at Chicagoland. That's what I was going at. Mm. He won the inaugural race there at Chicagoland. And on a side note, Chicago Lance Bush Series winner, inaugural runner was Jimmy Johnson, his only career win in the Bush Series, which is crazy. So number twelve for me, Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle, I like it. Biffle, uh, five hundred and ten starts in fifteen years, two times Southern five hundred winner, back to back in 05 and 06. Only had nineteen wins, but he was one of those drivers. He was there one minute and then just gone with very little fanfare, and that's unfortunate. Uh, I like watching Greg Biffle race. On to eleven, we're getting close. Yes, we are getting very close. Uh, number 11, I'm going with the guy that we were just talking about you had in your list not too long ago, and that is uh, Tony Stewart. Smoke's always a solid pick in there, uh, when he's racing up in his prime, so Smoke's a good pick. Uh, number 11 for me, Rusty Wallace. Uh, 706 races in 25 years. Won the 89 Winston Cup Series Championship and the 1990 Coke 600. And one of those drivers who never won the Daytona 500 as well. Very fun to watch, and he... He said he retired way too early. He got kind of pressured into that by, I think, Roger Pinsky. And, you know, he I heard him on a podcast not too long ago talking about that. And he's, he just regrets that to this day. So Rusty Wallace is my number 11. So top 10. Now, this is where... I don't know about you, Preston, but it got very tough for me. Very tough. My list is, my top ten list, as we go through this list, I feel like I would change people around, but what I have right here, I'm just going to leave it the way it is. Yeah, I I left it, I wrote mine down in ink to not change it. So, (laughs) So, number ten. Uh, number 10, I'm going with a guy who drove in the 50s and the 60s and then became a car owner, winning the owner's championship six times, and that is Junior Johnson. Junior Johnson, okay. He was a bit lower on my list, uh, you know, definitely up high on your list, but I'm going to see your Junior Johnson at 10 and raise you an Alan Kowicki for me. He was a bit lower on your list, the 90-92 Winston Cup Series champion, and I, I think he would have... Again, another one of those drivers who would have rewritten the record books. Only had five wins in nine years, but he came from an independent team to really race well. Really put his name on the sport. Number nine. Uh, My number nine guy we have seen win at uh, Darlington before, and he's probably one of NASCAR's... I I don't want to say he's one of the most hated drivers at this time, but people dislike him. That would be Kyle Busch. He's a good driver, but... His attitude needs to... But I I think that's what's funny about it. I look at his interview, like, I looked at it, like, after Las Vegas, where he was just like, nope, nope, and I laughed. And it's just like, I think that's good television, (laughs) just to me. I I like rooting against him. He was kind of like Dale Jr. for me. I like rooting against the guy, but really wouldn't mind sitting down, maybe having a beer with him. Number nine for me, Davey Allison. Uh, 1992 Daytona 500 winner, 91 Coke 600 winner. Also, he won the first all-star race under the lights where Kyle Petty and him came to the line and wrecked there and he didn't even go to victory lane he went to the hospital but 19 wins in his nine years Davey Allison is number nine for me so we're on to eight eight uh number eight for me is a guy you were just talking about not too long ago and that would be Rusty Wallace I I enjoyed watching him growing up as well Uh, fantastic racer some of the most memorable memorable times I can remember watching him race Bristol yeah I always used to love watching Rusty Wallace racing at Bristol he loved he loved Bristol I think that 
That's a solid pick there. Uh, number eight for me, the Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt. Again, the first race I ever watched, he was killed in. Uh, but Dale Earnhardt, I think, I don't know what more he would have done had he been here if he would have liked it. You can't go wrong with seven Winston Cups, a Daytona 598, second Brickyard 495, three Southern 500, three Coke 600, 76 wins. I think he would have had a lot more than that. Dale Earnhardt, my number eight. My number seven driver is a guy that's got a lot compiled to his list and that would be seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. Great pick. Yeah, I remember he, he came in and right out the gate won that Daytona 500 pole in 2002. And then uh, first win in California, and they didn't look back since. Having a little rough spout here as of late, but I think with his smarts and his knowledge, I, he just... I think he's going to win a, maybe, I'd like to see him win one more championship to see, say I saw Jimmy Johnson win all eight championships, but having him tied with Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty is not an easy feat, and him and Chad Knauss and Hendrick Motorsports did it. So for my number seven, I'm going completely opposite of Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon. I like it. Uh, 25 year racing career, a Hall of Fame racing career, four Winston Cups, three Daytona 500s, four Brickyard 400s, six southern 500s 93 wins i saw him win the 2007 bank of america 500 in charlotte after i got back from iraq that was awesome his car is right there under david rudiman's car and that that was a fun race but jeff gordon number seven all right uh number what are we on six number six uh number six is for me a three-time daytona 500 winner and a four-time southern 500 winner and that's bobby allison Bobby Allison, okay. feel like a lot of drivers you're picking now, I've already mentioned <laughs> and, and spilt off a lot of their stats. So, And I'm going to go right here to number six where a driver that you mentioned, we'd love to hate him, Kyle Busch. In over 16 years, he's accumulated 55 wins, has the 2008 Southern 500, has yet to win a Daytona 500. I think that day is on the way here very soon, maybe in the next couple of years. Won the 2015 Sprint Cup, but was injured for the first half of the year, so a lot of people think there's an asterisk next to that name. He Names like Eric Jones, and I think David Reagan took his car around the track a few times. Just one of those things where that kind of, well, that was under Brian France, so a lot of people were trying to wrap their heads around, how can this guy miss half the, race, half the season? Come in, win a few races, and then win the championship. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. still trying to wrap my head around that. Still, you can't take away from his talent there him and gibbs are just a solid team so number six kyle bush here we go top five no pressure preston <laughs> no pressure is right um my number five driver he is tied currently for sixth all time on the uh, cup series winners list and he has three four that's right five five times southern 500 winner and that would be kelly yarborough oh man i don't think he was on my list i don't think kelly yarborough is on my list not south carolina native but good solid pick to start off the top five my top five is a guy i've seen win numerous times denny hamlin two-time southern 500 winner two-time daytona 500 winner has yet to claim a championship i think this year, 2019, this is one of his best shots to get that championship. He's just got to beat two of his teammates in Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. But Denny Hamlin will start my top five. Number four. My number four driver is a guy I share the same birthday with. Oh. This guy leads the all-time wins okay. list, and that is the king, Richard Petty. Okay. That's your number four? That is my number four. I know. It's a little crazy. But that's also my number four. So (laughs) 
I, that's, I like it. That's crazy right there. But, yeah, 200 wins, you can't beat that. Uh, like we said last week, he doesn't know how many laps he led, but he know he led the last one 200 times. Uh, very awesome figure in the sport. Seven-time Daytona 500 champion. How many Southern 500s? I think I count just one where he just won the Southern 500. That's all you need if you're the king, I guess. Mm. Top three. Ooh, uh, my number three driver. I have to go with the Intimidator. Won the Southern 500 three times. Dale Earnhardt. All right, and uh, like we talked about, I think he could have changed the record books just a little bit more than they are right now, but Dale Earnhardt's always a solid pick. Uh, Never got to see him race in person. Number three for me, Kevin Harvick. 2014 Sprint Cup champion, 2007 Daytona 500 memorable race against Mark Martin, and two-time Coke 600 winner and Brickyard 400 winner won the Southern 500 in 2014. Been racing in the Cup Series now for 19 years. Kevin Harvick. Number three. Okay, top two. No pressure. My uh, number two driver has 105 wins in his Cup Series career. He won the Southern 500 three times, born in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and that would be David Pearson. The Silver Fox. He was a bit lower on my list. In fact, he was a lot lower on my list than number two. But number two for me, you got to give it to the fans. Dale Jr., three Earnhardts in the field, two-time Daytona 500 winner, multiple-time driver of the year awards, 26 wins. Again, I liked rooting against him. Dale Jr., my number two. Okay, pole position for this race in Darlington that we want to see. That if, if all the stars align, who's, who's starting from one? Uh, my number one guy is one of my favorites growing up. Uh, for sure. Uh, four-time Cup Series champion. Won the Southern 506 times. Wonder Boy, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Okay. I mean, we could talk. We could have a whole podcast devoted to Jeff Gordon Absolutely. and his accomplishments in the Cup Series and memorable fight against Brad Keselowski there in Texas. Everything. I mean, that guy was fun to watch. Everybody booed him. But, again, you always have that one driver you love and that one driver you just boo when they, you know their name's coming up. For me, starting from the front, Jimmy Johnson. I've, see, I've seen him. You know, I've followed his career since 2002. Like a lot of people out there, I probably th- probably thought he wouldn't accomplish much in the Cup Series. But once they started clicking, Dynasty, two-time Daytona 500 champion, four-time Brickyard 400 winner, two Southern 500s, 83 wins. It, I know the guy is not done. I don't think he has anything else to prove to anybody in the Cup level or in NASCAR in general. That is our top 40 fields. Uh, definitely... Chime in what you think on Facebook at In the Marbles and Twitter at Marbles underscore N if you like or don't like our fields and how you would probably, what your top 40 would be. We, we would definitely love to hear that from you guys and uh, not necessarily Darlington. It could be Daytona. It could be the Roval, anywhere you guys want. So definitely let us know about that. We, we'd be eager to share the results there here in the next few weeks on that. So we come to the end of the show. Very interesting show. I've always wanted to do this, and this has given me the opportunity to do that. Preston, who is our driver of the week? Our driver of the week is Ken Schrader. Good uh, pick. Born on May 29, 1955 in Fenton, Missouri. Currently racing on local dirt and asphalt tracks around the country, and he's still driving part-time in the Arca Racing Series and at Eldora, Eldora Speedway, excuse me, in the Camping World Truck Series. Okay. Uh, he raced in the Cup Series from 1981 to 2013. A little fact, he's the first cousin once removed of fellow NASCAR driver who is retired 
Carl Edwards. Two great drivers right there. It must be in the blood there. Okay, so that'll about wrap it up for In the Marbles. But before we go, we're going to leave you with this week in NASCAR. On October 6, 1991, Jeffrey Bulldine's fuel mileage strategy nets him a win at Charlotte Motor Speedway's Metal Yellow 500. Bodine went 114 miles without a pit stop. I wonder if that would have flown in today's NASCAR world, but that's what happened October 6, 1991 in Charlotte. Uh, make sure to like and follow us on on Facebook at In The Marbles. Follow us on Twitter at Marbles underscore N. For Preston Mood, I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for listening and have a good rest of the week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.